to this bonus episode of the Gen X Replay Podcast. I'm Stephanie Watson. This bonus episode is a portion that I took out of our two-part episode on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in episodes 40 and 42, featuring Peter Flahiff from the Daily Good Podcast. It's a great conversation about empathy and kindness that was inspired by our conversation about Fred Rogers himself. What disheartens me today is that so much, anytime that you want to lead with kindness, it's almost like we don't have permission still to lead Mm -hmm. with kindness. We're seen as being traitors to our beliefs in some way. If we try to be kind to someone who doesn't believe what we believe. Yeah. And that's just awful to me. I hate the thought that I can't be kind to someone who doesn't share my beliefs. I, to me, that's, that's the thing that I should do (laughs) is be kind. And I, I can trace some of that empathy uh, to what I learned from Mr. Rogers, as well as my family who tried to model a lot of uh, what Mr. Rogers uh, was doing as well, because they really admired it a lot. My mom, particularly. Social isolation creates greater tribalism. Mm -hmm. And we have experienced that on a massive level in 2020. You know, when everything's running fine, your tribe is massive. You know, your country is massive that you work within, but all it takes is societal breakdown and and isolation and people's tribes start getting smaller and smaller and smaller in terms of how they feel comfortable interacting with other people and valuing that person's opinion or even seeing that person as another human being. Yeah. It's like Mm -hmm. people who have traveled who spend a lot of time with different types of people always have a much more global perspective and are much more empathic for uh, the viewpoints of others, even if it's not their own or their own experience, you know, and, you know, that's, that's a tough thing in a, in a, in a digital world, taking that away from people. I think it, I think it certainly has affected us on a level, which is why um, someone like Mr. Rogers, who is the patron saint of that empathic, you know, niceness, you know, where, you know, in, in politics, we should probably have less condescension between people and, and more understanding and, un, you know, and, and, and occupying spaces of agreeing to disagree in a cordial right. way. You know, it's, it's something that we've, we've walked away from. And, and those are the kind, and this is the kind of, uh, thought process can certainly help us find our way back to that yeah well if i can if i can ramble for a second yeah uh, sure go for it there's a i i i'm fascinated you know in a kind of uh horrified sort of way with you know as you said what what's happened in the last year but also what's happened in the last couple of years slash the last couple of decades where the style of of political discourse and political thought has become more and more like what you were talking about, Steph, of um, you, you're almost not allowed to listen to the other side or heaven forbid to entertain any of the ideas that the other side has, because Mm -hmm. if you do that, then you are somehow not as committed to your tribe to, right. to borrow your phrase, Frankie, um, you're not as committed to your tribe as these other people. And, and you need to be super duper hardcore 
Uh, and I, I guess to, to <laughs> ramble on again for a second, yeah. this, this is kind of like what you were talking about in the, in the swing dance world, Frankie, of th there are always people who insist on being more and more and more and more hardcore about fill in the blank, choice of music, style of shoes, particular technique of dance movement, yada, yada, yada. And if mm -hmm. you don't ascribe to this super extreme end of it, then you are somehow less of a person slash dancer. And right. it's, you know, which is it's, so it's opposite of the original movement. A hundred percent. Well, what's and, even funnier right there, because I, I remember there was a girl who, uh, local scene, who's very, very hardcore political about the, uh, the purity of what she wants to listen to and what she's oh. going to dance to in this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I remember earlier on when she'd come into this scene, her experience was she had come from a very hard fundamentalist background that had not wanted her to dance and not wanted her to do any of these other things. And in my mind, I sat there listening to her, you know, four years down the line, espousing what she felt about the swing scene, thinking, aren't you just taking what you were raised in and <laughs> extrapolating it on top of the swing dancing world? Yep. That's her template, right? You know, like you're basically recreating the thing you ran away from. Why would you want to do that? You right. know, and it, but when it, but we, but we yeah. gravitate to what we know, right? Like that's right. the comfort, right? And I just, I, I feel like with, with the socio-political thing in our world, compromise has become a, a negative word because it somehow yeah. implies wishy-washiness or a lack of commitment to your beliefs and values and i just don't get that i i yeah. don't i don't believe that and and again i right. am certainly not going to sit here and say uh politics is terrible now and it was fine before man politics in our country <laughs> has been terrible <laughs> literally from the beginning i mean there's always been you know politicians who hated each other and they were people yeah. who beat each other up on the floor of the Senate, you know, during the civil war, it was a nightmare, but I do believe strongly that as a society, we have, as you guys mentioned, moved away from civility mm -hmm. uh, and, and good citizenship, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, as being virtues in our, in our world. And mm -hmm. again, there's this sense of, for, for me, I, I love good manners, mm -hmm. you know, what we used to call etiquette. And I like to listen to other people's thoughts and ideas, even when I disagree with them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I will espouse what I disagree with. And other times I won't. I'll just listen in and take it on board and go, huh, okay. And I'll walk away and chew on it. And mm -hmm. people around me are like, how can you just take that when you know that they're wrong? Like, well, yeah, but... I, I don't know. There's something about, I want to choose my battles and yeah. I don't necessarily believe in drawing progressively smaller circles around myself mm -hmm. about what I am able to accept and, and be okay with. I'd rather spend my time erasing those and expanding yeah. them because yeah. I, I feel like we're never going to move forward anymore in our country or in, in culture as humans if we don't start learning how to be a little bit more accepting and, and be able to kind of get past the little things. Yeah. It's the philosophy of the company that I work for that open is the way to be because the more ideas you can bring to the table, the more everyone takes away. Yeah. So uh, I, 
I feel like we've got a good philosophy at my company, which is kind of why I'm kind of attached to staying there. Like I've seen other job listings. It's like, you know, I'm yeah. really loving this, this culture that I'm in. And I just, I would love to see that a resurgence in that. Um, yeah. And I think it's, I think there's people that want it, but that's not media friendly. Right. <laughs> so right. it's not what we hear about. It's, it's not the, you know, it, it doesn't bleed. So it doesn't lead. I guess. And, and you could certainly, you know, make a, make a point that even though we're, we are, sitting here on this podcast gushing about how brilliant Fred Rogers was. Oh, uh, I, I don't know that he was ever offered uh, the opportunity to move his show to like network television or, or mm -hmm. any station outside of public broadcasting, because, you know, as you say, it's not sexy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I, there's, I want to say there's a quote from him somewhere and I will therefore paraphrase what I think it was, which mm -hmm. is the, the, most difficult task you will ever have is to make kindness attractive mm -hmm. and that's pretty damn accurate somehow kindness is also seen as weakness and uh and that's no one wants to seem weak especially in the face of again someone who disagrees with you or or whatever and it's it's kind of sad <laughs> that well, we I... can't yeah, it's funny you should you should say that because I I think maybe because I knew we were going to be talking about this today I've been mm -hmm. really kind of ruminating on Fred Rogers for the last several days and mm -hmm. I've been kind of chewing on a thought that I think I like which is mm -hmm. that there is such a profound difference between kindness and niceness. Mm -hmm. even though the two things are often conflated in our right. culture. People use those terms very much interchangeably, but, and I'm still kind of struggling with my metaphors here, but mm -hmm. I feel like, Oh no, you make oh. a good point. Yeah. Nice and hate the other person. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, and also to me, like niceness is just what I'm trying to say is kindness is powerful. Yes. And, and the, the way that I can kind of illustrate that, at least in my own mind, is a flower you could describe as nice, but you yeah. would not describe a flower as kind. Kind can, implies an action. Exactly. Kindness mm -hmm. does something. And, mm -hmm. and to me, at least in the, in the last several years where I've really been kind of chewing on, you know, the legacy of Mr. Rogers and the legacy, you know, that I got from my parents the way they raised me mm -hmm. you know growing up in a presbyterian pastor's household and and the way that they brought me up yeah. um kindness is hard yeah nice is nice is pretty easy i can be nice because nice <laughs> avoids things and you know kind of backs away quietly from uncomfortable situations and and, mm -hmm. and buries its head in its hand you can do that and yeah. still be considered nice but to be kind as you said, implies taking action, doing mm -hmm. something uh, is, is required in order to be kind. And mm -hmm. oftentimes, I think what I find most compelling about kindness and the, and the legacy that Mr. Rogers left is, is just how challenging it is. There's nothing mm -hmm. easy 
particularly in the world as it stands right now with the with again the socio-political atmosphere that we find ourselves in which is so relentlessly negative uh, mm-hmm. to the point of of violence sometimes and and the sense of wanting to stay in our echo chambers kindness requires you to engage with the things and the people that you don't agree with and to still treat them with respect mm-hmm. and love and dignity and kindness is not easy but it is the most powerful thing i think we have at our disposal thanks for checking out this bonus episode be sure to add peter's podcast the daily good to your playlist if you're a fan of the positivity that fred rogers brought into the world you'll be glad you checked out the daily good podcast his website is the-daily-good.com You can follow Frankie Between Shows at Dance Frankie H on Twitter, as Frankie Hagen on Facebook, and at his dance instructor or real estate websites, dancefrankie.com and frankiehagen.com. You can follow me between shows at StephanieDoesVO on Twitter and Instagram. In the description for this episode, I'll include this info and lots of other fun links about the topics we've talked about. Subscribe to the podcast and follow us at Gen X Replay on Twitter so you don't miss our next throwbacks and other fun episodes. And help us boost the signal on this podcast by sharing it with others. Until next episode, be safe out there.